Blog Talk Radio. beer for the working man, as my fellow podcasting buddy Stone Cold Steve Austin would say. It's Jamie Joshua Live here, back on a Sunday night at 11. This is when you know that, unfortunately, your weekend is over and things are going to get shitty now from this point on. So, phone in live tonight, 718-664-6482. This is my seventh show. I no longer even have to look at the number. I have it memorized. But i got a guest coming on here in a few minutes. One of my my biggest guest yet, Savior Soul. So if you got any questions, you got anything on your mind, hit us up tonight. Yeah, uh, upcoming next Thursday night, I'll have Mike Watts. This guy's very outspoken on Facebook, so <laughs> several of his outrageous posts I have saved that I'm gonna, um, you know, ask him to explain what what the what the hell he was on his mind when he was saying these things. And of course. I'm sure you saw the big announcement a couple days ago about an upcoming guest I have. I have Brace coming on the show. Yeah, Brace, if you don't know who he is, you just go to Showtime on demand right now and watch Gigolos. He's, he's, a, he's a gigolo in Las Vegas, and they're in their fifth season. It's a hit show. I just started talking to the guy a couple of years ago, and – uh. You know, I said on the show before, I was really surprised when he actually, you know, wrote me one day. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm not, a, I'm not a client. I'm not trying to uh, do business with Bryce like that. But uh, he's an awesome guy, awesome person, funny as hell. So as soon as I know, and I, I shouldn't have a good idea this week as far as when that show is going to be on. So I'll be letting you all know all the details, the exact day and time. So you can uh, check out the show with Bryce. But tonight we got Save Your Soul coming on. Actually, was at a party last night with, with Save Your Soul. He throws a hell of a party. He's like Puff Daddy. He's probably better than Puff Daddy. Now, I've heard good things about Puff Daddy's parties, but, I mean, this guy, you know, Save Your Soul is just tremendous. I actually played Bear Pong last night for the first time in my life versus <laughs> me and a guy. I still don't even know who he was. I've never seen him before. I'm like, hey, man, I'm your partner. And uh, I don't know know the rules of beer pong or nothing. I just, I just got happy whenever a ball, you know, landed in a cup so I could drink. Just playing against uh, my guest tonight and solo hits. He was, he was uh, buzzing pretty good. <laughs> so Joey, Joey had to, like, carry the, uh, you know, team at this point. But, uh, yeah, I was actually successful. Made five shots, including the game-winning shot. I sunk it. So... The second game, played a couple of feet, a couple of ladies. Uh, that game will forever be marred in controversy because, again, I don't know the beer pong rules, but, you know, we're down to, like, one cup on each side. And uh, I made the shot, thinking I won the game. 
and then they made their shot, and I drank the beer, so I guess I didn't win the game and got disqualified or something. So, I don't know. If anyone can explain the rules of beer pong, because that, that, that second game will forever be more controversy. Maybe I'm 1-1, one one or maybe I'm 2-0. and oh. <laughs> But, yeah, got the man about to come on the line here, so uh play this for you. This is off the new album, Diaries of Darkness, from Savior Song on the Low. This is where the sidewalk ends. I'm Jim Joshua. Blog Talk Radio. What is the meaning? What is the purpose of breathing? Is it the worship of Jesus? Are we worshiping demons? Or are we forced to believe in them, ignoring the secrets of our nation, society, our world's defeat? This is my glorious thesis, my telepathic analogies. We're all suffering in this beautiful tragedy. These imperfections are inhabitants, it's cowardly. How are y'all affected by their actions of powering? Media showering, the media we keep devouring. Encyclopedias, the knowledge that we breathe in hourly. Defeat the system's salary, seek the wisdom gallery. A product of perfection that's fallible to our galaxy. I am an activist, you could call me galactic stick to activate the planet for Renazarus inhabitants, I'm passionate, travel the labyrinth, it's a pacifist, but now I'm doubling back to attacking with antagonists sadomasochists above average, rap hazardous the master is ravenous, advocate savage and Lazarus, the agonist who was fathom and Adams, that's a catalyst, I'm rapping a straight jacket with dragonistic passages spinning the synergy, I'm censoring the energy my pencil is remembering, dismembering my enemy, my memory is venturing and sending me the infantry of lyrics that would disintegrate anyone who mentions me Incinerating, discriminating, intelligence The fifth element, development, devilish, eloquent I'm not embellishing, this a heavy metal embellishing Your brain skeleton is too delicate with the skeleton, bitch Yeah, hot shit right there What's up, we gotta save your soul on the line What up, what up I was just telling the people out there You're like better than Puff Daddy as far as throwing parties This party that happened last night <laughs> Man, it was wild. We had some fun. I was thinking I came. I think I came over to you at one point, and I was like, "Yeah, it was so loud. Like, <laughs> police must have been pretty damn busy last night because this was crazy." And I don't even know how many people were there. People were coming in and out all night. But yeah, we definitely uh, have fun at these Swerve City parties. Fuck yeah, after parties. Now, you got a show coming up this Saturday night, another show. I just want to tell everybody about that, what the hell is going on. Um, it's uh, Swerve City's Meltdown Volume 2. Um, basically, you know what I'm saying, we got a group of artists that we always rock shows with. Um, myself, Cesar Leo, my dude BZ, um, a lot of really good artists, man. We've just been throwing these local shows and, you know, getting shit cracking, starting the movement. But yeah, and you can watch the, uh, your performance from Winter Meltdown Volume 1 right now on YouTube. And, uh, you can put the link up to that on here. So people don't want to miss out on this. I'm sure it's going to be something special. But uh, when did you get your start? Um, when did you get your honestly, start? How long have you been at this? Honestly, I started making beats uh, when I was like 16. I made a few for uh, some of my friends in a talent show and I never was the rapper type, but I listened to, you know, really good artists like Cannabis and Chino XL, you know, growing up and stuff. So when I when I finally started, it was on 107.5 Freestyle Friday. One of my homies knew that I could freestyle, so he told me to call up there, and, you know, I did and had my little preliminary battle, won that, 
and uh, started going to the radio station for like a weekly Freestyle Friday competition. And um, I went seven weeks undefeated, became, became retired. They brought me back at the end of the year for like a, a championship edition where it was all the people who got retired and, you know, won that. So, you know, I just fell in love with spitting. Again, that's a hell of a way to start your career. They had to retire you because you were beating everybody. Exactly. I've seen you laying some uh, lyrical ass whippings on people after shows to try to step up and you just destroy them. Yeah, everyone wants to take a shot at me, man. Uh, I don't understand why, but, I mean, it's fun. I, I do it all in fun. It's mostly my friends who get drunk and, feel like they just want to take a shot at the champ for some reason. Yeah, I can't advise them doing that. <laughs> but uh, how many shows would you say you've done total, if you can even count? i probably stop counting at this point. Yeah, I really I, – I used to keep track, man, uh, to, to the year 2012, I believe, I was up to – like 118 for the year, which is like <laughs> just in one out. year. Yeah, <laughs> one year. I did, I did. I did three in one night. You know, I was doing shows every weekend, a couple during the week, going to day in, and just doing a bunch of shows, man. And I kind of cut down. Yeah, a little one. Bit I now. saw some footage of you and DJ Unk actually in a situation. Oh, he's yeah, the guy that made uh, walk it out. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, um, at the end of his set, he wanted some people to come up battling, and a bunch of my friends pushed me up on stage, and had we had this little freestyle battle, and I killed somebody. And ever since then, I mean, he's been my friend on Facebook, and we chatted a couple times back and forth. Um, that's what my homie Fat Josh, you know what I'm saying? He set me up with that show, and you know what I'm saying? I'm actually, uh, the 8th of March, I'll be at Bernsey's Tavern celebrating uh, Fat Josh's birthday. So that's going to be some fun. Oh, so that's on the 8th. So you got this yeah. coming up on Winter Meltdown Part 2 on the 1st, and then on the 8th you're doing that with Fat Josh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Sword City Shows is uh, my entertainment thing. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm trying to do is my movement by putting my friends on the Sword City Shows and creating this, you know, movement together. You know, see my boy BZ, Cesar Leo, um, the Low, and all them. So, but I still do shows for other people. And do you have any uh, any any memories as far as like what were, what were some of your favorite shows you've ever done? Um, my first, probably my first big one. Um, I, I would say a Joe Button show. It was at a City Limits at the time, which is now Evolution. Um, just yeah, I didn't know you were. Yeah, I got to kick it with him for like 10, 15 minutes, man. I got to talk about Slaughterhouse and um, just little stuff like that. And, you know what I'm saying, it was like a real humbling thing, you know what I'm saying, because the dude's down to heart and humble. He doesn't act like a diva. And, I mean, probably was my favorite show that I performed at. That's cool as hell. Uh, I don't know how your opinion on how the uh... – it was November 11, 2012. I'll never forget it. It was a you were opening for Twista again, another national name, and you're on the show and you killed it. Had the whole crowd 
singing the words to your songs. And, you know, after your set, things just started moving really slow. And, and you know, people were fighting everywhere, fighting. And uh, two guys tried to fight me in the bathroom. And then a beer bottle flew by my head and almost hit me and smashed on the stage. <laughs> and man jumped up like, man, what the fuck? <laughs> but uh, Twista was standing there and just staring at me. Like, he, I don't know if he ever even went on. Like, we just ended up leaving about 1.30. Then I heard about, you know, shit was all bad from there. But I, I never got your take on this show because I think you were there longer than uh, I was. It's basically, man, uh, hooligans messing shit up for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, people go out and have a good time at these shows, and they just let, you know, let the moment get to them, and they get wasted, and, you know what I'm saying, they start fights, and these national acts ain't going to stay if your entire venue is fighting each other. So I believe uh, mm-hmm. they started mason the whole place. I was over in VIP, and... Um, they started macing the whole place and just basically taking the whole crowd out and throwing them out. And, you know, saying Twista went to his uh, tour bus. You know, I wouldn't stay either. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm sure he got paid either way. Yeah. So we let him get paid, you know, for just showing up. But just people getting out of control and wanting to start shit at these shows. Yeah, that's 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 why I don't I don't really like yeah you know me I don't come out for too many things but hey, big shows you're doing I, I bring my ass out but uh, it's just uh, anywhere in Columbus though it's not it, you know it's red white and boom it's anything you know shit like this can happen so I don't want to put a bad you know shit stain on on any one place and unfortunately sometimes places and venues get that you know they'll have a a bit of a bad reputation because one thing happened a few months ago. And, you know, exactly. it's not cool. Exactly. Uh, just like for Burns Tavern, for instance, you know, a couple summers ago, you know, they had that shooting. And now everybody, you know, it's hard to get my friends to come out to shows like that because, you know, they don't want to be caught in some kind of somebody else's altercation. So You show you're throwing those Swerve City where it's a, you know, your acts and people you know. This is, this is not going to be any drama this coming Saturday, just like there wasn't at the last one. This is yeah, everyone's hands of the artists and, you know, coming to have a good time. That's the kind of show you're throwing. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, my friends know if they, uh, they come to one of my shows and they start shit, they got to deal with me afterwards. You know what I'm saying? So you just don't get to leave the club because I'm coming to you. Because, I mean, I take it as a job, you know what I'm saying? It's my work. And right. music's my, my life right now. I sacrificed fucking everything for it. So if you're one of my friends and you're coming to support me, you ain't fighting. Stay out of stay out of trouble and have a good time. Yeah, because you could have you stayed doing uh, so many other different things, but you just love the music so much, you know. You're a hell of a basketball player. Like, there's, there's videos of you on YouTube hooping like a motherfucker. You know, you could have done that. <laughs> you could have done any, any number of things, yeah. you know. Yeah, but it's just... I don't do too much now, man, but, yeah, that was my first passion, playing basketball. But I put on a little bit of weight now because uh, I'm hungry. But, uh... <laughs> I love playing basketball. That's my shit. Yeah, and uh, what did it actually take for you? Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Uh, I was just saying that goes for any 
any local rappers or that want to try to get me on the court, I'm down. So we we can battle there too. <laughs> or battle on battle on the mic. Although I haven't seen too many people stepping up trying to battle you. No, I'm not I know you watch these rap battles going around. <laughs> I know you watch these rap battles going around. I've, I've only seen a couple, but uh, there's, uh, you know, I guess it's becoming like a bigger thing now as far as people are battling each other in the city. Yeah, and they, people talk about it though. Like, yeah, I guess you've seen some of them, but I really haven't. Well, people are all into that. For, for my listeners that like watching these things, whenever they occur, is there anything you want? Any thoughts you have on these recent battles? Yeah, I mean, um, we're actually starting a battle scene here. Um, I don't know who's in control of it. I just pay attention to the battles. It's called Who's Hot. You can um, check it out on on YouTube and on Facebook. But we're we're beginning, you know, starting a battle league here. So I'm just waiting for somebody to take some shots at me. He's just sitting back playing it cool until it's my turn to um, shut some shit down. But, Has anything ever happened where someone takes some lyrics you say and think that you're taking a shot at them when you're really not? Um, it's, it's happened a few times. I mean, I'm an aggressive writer, um, and, and I'm really cocky with the pencil. So there will be many times where I say, like, I'm like this and you're that. You know what I'm saying? And don't take, if people take offense to it, I mean, admit they're feeling bad about themselves because – Really, I'm just saying everybody because that's how I feel, and I never really put too much into. I might put some subliminals in there, but I tell the people when I'm writing about them. So you will say your you will say someone's full name, <laughs> maybe even with a yeah, phone number and another. Yeah, I'm not saying like, <laughs> so. There's no Goliath. You're a fucking bitch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or nothing in my lyrics. That that was one that I did for uh, Diaries of Darkness, where he thought I was saying anything about him or saying something about him when I said uh, or any Goliath. Now that's irony, and the irony part was that I knew he would think it was a shot at him, so that's why wow. I said that's iron irony at the end. So I ain't thinking about y'all rappers. Trust me, I'm thinking about myself. So yeah. if anyone thinks I'm writing about them. Don't lose no sleep because I'm talking about me, not you. Yeah, and that's, that's, that's definitely one artist they just named that I wouldn't even want to give much shine or publicity on my show right now. So, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but um, Diaries of Darkness, fucking, as far as sick, sick, I gave it album of the year on my awards. Uh, this is just this is something incredible. And uh, I understand there might be a part two in the making. Yeah, we're actually um, five songs into that right now, so we're we're close to being halfway there. I want to get it done. I'm thinking uh, um, Halloween Day is a release date, so as long as we keep to what we're doing, we'll, we'll be able to make that deadline. Okay, and uh, as far as uh, projects you have going on? Oh, man. Um, you might not want to drop a. You might not want to drop a. You know, spill well, the beans right now. I'm putting together uh, the exiled, lost verses. Um, when I first met um, a rapper by the name of David Goliath and the Low, we put together this little 
project, you know what I'm saying, which I don't normally do too many group projects because, man, if someone has a problem, you know, then it fails. I'm sick of getting into failing situations. Mm-hmm. For me doing, you know, like rock music and stuff like that. So it shit happens and, you know, it failed. It went through, but I wrote so many good verses and songs on that album that I'm just still going to put it out without them. Most likely this year. I'm, I'm doing a album with Cesar Leo um, called The Tale of Two Kings. It's going to be like a more up-tempo and club-oriented yeah, album. That'll be hot because I, I know the kind of stuff he does. And you're uh, really wide-ranging. Like you said, you used to be in a rock band as well. Like you could have been doing that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I still I still dabble with that. I got a, a couple guys to getting together, and they're putting stuff together. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be 39, 40 years old rapping, you know? So I've got plans to pursue music even, you know, after I, I meet that window. So it just doesn't stop so right I- there. The ultimate question is, because I, I know and I've heard about some deals that have come your way as far as record deals and possibly signing you, and you didn't take them, but uh, what would it take for you to say, you know, fuck it, I'll, I'll just sign this deal and sign this record contract? Like, do you have a number? Do you have a... Uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, uh, I would say if I had to choose a number... Um, just for me to sign, I would need probably $50,000. I've signed to some local record labels before, and for, you know, I'm I'm not saying what amount of money or telling people who they are, but for my friends, they know. And, you know, I sat on a shelf, and they didn't progress, and it fell through. So for me to actually be... A part of someone's team, I, I would I would need to be paid first. Right. I mean, it's no it's no offense to any of these local record labels or anything, but I mean, they've been trying to scoop me up for a while. I'm just not gonna sit on a back burner while someone else uh, gets gets heated up first. You know what I'm saying? Because it can happen sometimes, you know, people just get signed and, and don't do anything with them or put them in a studio one time or they get their hair done and that's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. I recorded an entire album for this uh, group. Like right after I came off the uh, radio for that freestyle and these guys swooped me up and asked if I ever wrote any songs and I was like, I never even thought about it. It's like everything happened so quickly and they uh, scooped me up, signed me, and I started writing my album, and I wrote it in the studio while they paid for studio time. So I had a lot of pressure, but I, you know, I stood up to the pressure and I finished the whole thing. So, and but when it was time for me to get my money, nothing. That's you know frustrating. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, some sort of scandalous shit I've heard about in the past couple of years. <laughs> Meeting people that are in the game, like promoters bringing a bunch of artists to Cleveland, having them pay for for spots or whatever, and then when it comes time down to do the show, like show doesn't even go down. <laughs> so there's been some shady fucks out there. 
so you got to really know the people you're doing business with, I guess, is a lesson. Yeah. Exactly, bro. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Shit goes down like that. I mean, it's a lot of politics and and even in our local scene that you just have to see past and learn who to deal with. All you artists, you should never have to pay to play, though. That's how I feel. Um, I paid to play so many times when I first was starting to do shows, you know, selling tickets for these slots that you know you can't sell. If you know you can't sell $25, $15 tickets to open up for some mediocre national act, you know, don't don't sign your name on there because you're going to have to pay for your tickets that you do not sell, so... Right, you would have to then pay for twenty-five or fifteen, fifteen-dollar tickets out of out of your own pocket. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? I, so when I first, I, my ticket game is strong, though. So that's I learned the hard way. I, I I've sold 118 tickets for uh, DJ or who was it? Dub O out of Cleveland. So I mean, Dub-O. I don't even know who knows who that is. <laughs> So, oh, I sold 118 tickets to open up for DJ. You said I learned the hard way. I sold 108 tickets for Dub O Show. <laughs> yeah. He's uh, MGK's hype man, for those who don't know who he is. All right. Well, shout out to Dub O. And uh, I'll thank you for coming on the show tonight. And, uh, Got the show coming up Saturday again. I want to remind everybody about that. Exactly. Uh, Swerve City's Winter Meltdown 2, March 1st. Um, I believe we are hitting the studio earlier that day and recording some stuff. So it's going to be a fun-filled day for us. Oh, yeah. That's that's that's, that's another secret. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man, and I'll I'll be seeing you this week. Yep, yep, exactly, bro.
the mock of me, I just hide and smile. Cause I know the real is the illness. Lost in concealment, I'm still with brilliance. See, y'all know who I be. And I slip up in the club with the fake ID. It's what up, it's what up, 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 yeah. And y'all know who I be. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.